Hey, welcome to the Play, Move, Improve podcast. You're listening to Robin Papworth. I'm a mum of three little ones, an exercise physiologist, developmental educator and early learning speaker. I'll be empowering you to set up engaging play activities to improve children's development, health and learning outcomes. Thank you for listening. I dropped Phoebe off at kinder today. So today will be all about how you know that your child is kinder ready, how to have those difficult conversations with families about whether they're kinder ready when you're in the three-year-old program. And just five of my tips that I look for when I'm helping children. But I'll also share that this is harder than I thought. I, In my mind, I know that Phoebe's ready. In my gut, I know that Phoebe's ready, but my heart, I think, will always question whether she's ready. And for those of you that follow me on Facebook at Play, Move, Improve, you would know that I'm sending Phoebe when she's three, she turns four in two weeks. And I know that that's controversial. Working in the industry, I know that we try and hold children back if we think that they're not ready. We're also so much contention over whether we should be starting school when they're seven. So I'm just got that parent heart going have I made the right decision but she's ready I I feel she's ready my mind thinks she's ready so I just wanted to share what I go through in my thought process when I look at whether children are ready or not so bear with me I'll try and not be too emotional in this episode whoever thought that my little one would be at kinder already but I'm going to share with you my five tips so the first one that I'm going to share with you is are they able to ask for help now that seems a bit simple but really I look at can they when they're sad find someone in the playground that can help them. If they're stuck at their, at their lunch table and they can't open their container, are they able to put their hand up or take their container over to someone and ask, can you help me? And that is my number one. Most people think when they go to kinder, they need to be able to know their name, count from one to five, understand their colors, know their shapes. And while that's fantastic, in the reality of a kinder classroom, can they ask for help? Now, I'm not using this podcast to justify that I believe Phoebe's ready, but I I do see Phoebe compared to some of her friends who are four, I can see that she's able to ask for help. I can see that when she's out in the playground and she's not happy with something, she can go up to a teacher and go, they're not being nice or they're not, they're not helping me. Those little things that we sometimes see as nagging are a great skill for her to have. Now, it's hard to parent when she's at home and she's telling off her brother and sister and she's telling me all about what's happening, but as a kinder teacher, we just want kids to be be able to ask for help. We just want kids to be able to express when they're happy with something or not happy with something. So that's my go-to number one. Are they ready? Can they ask for help? Can they share what they need? My next one is, can they follow a three-step instruction? Now, this is on a good day because I'm looking at Phoebe this morning. She's trying to be big and brave, but you can see that she's nervous. I don't give her a three-step instruction on a day that she's nervous. But what I'd love to see is... When she goes to kinder and in a few days when her kinder teacher asks her, can you put your drink bottle in your bag? That sounds simple, but it's actually a really big process. If she's sitting on the mat and her bag's outside, she has to follow that process. That requires her to stand up, walk to the door, find her bag, have her drink bottle in her hand would be great, and put her drink bottle in her bag. It's a three-step process. Drink bottle, go to her bag, put her drink bottle in the bag. I see a lot of kids struggling with this. I see sometimes Hugh, who's seven, (laughs) struggling with this concept of following a three-step instruction. So when I look at kinder readiness, can they ask for help? Can they follow a three-step instruction? Now, we don't want children to be the perfect compliant children all the time. They're going to have days where they're just not going to be able to follow an instruction. 
But the more we can encourage them to follow instructions, the more they're going to find that process of kinder just a little bit easier. The third one is, can they socialize with other children their own age? I watched Phoebe at the park yesterday and I had these nerves of going, should I, should I keep her in three-year-old kinder? Is she ready for four-year-old kinder? But I went to the park and I saw this little girl who was four, possibly four and a half. And what I was watching was, yes, they're a year different, but if we look at them developmentally and socially, they were on par. So luckily for me, I was able to go, oh, I think I've made the right decision. But what I'm looking at is, the children were out playing, the children got to the top of the steps and had to be able to negotiate whose turn was gonna be on the slide first. They had to negotiate when they were going through the tunnel, they were imagining that it was a shop. They were able to have those conversations. One of the children were, being, were three and one of the children were four. But it's, can they cope socially? They've met a complete stranger. They've able to turn that stranger into a really loving friend that they were able to have a play date with. They were negotiating, they were turn-taking, they were expressing their ideas, and that's what we look for when it's kinder-ready. I would have been nervous if the if Phoebe was unsure of approaching this girl when this girl came to ask. I would have been nervous if Phoebe snatched or didn't take her turn. I would have been nervous if Phoebe went to play but wouldn't listen to her friend's ideas and was just all about her own ideas. Now, sometimes children are always going to do that. I have seven-year-old twins who still are stuck in what they're wanting to do. But it's seeing these pockets of moments where they can live and be harmonious with their peers. It's going to make their kinder experience just that little bit easier and a little bit more enjoyable. So that's what I'm looking for as well. That's number three. I'll quickly recap on what they were. So number one is, can they ask for help and express their worries? Number two is, are they able to follow a three-step instruction? Number three is, can they interact with their peers? My fourth one is, are they able to independently do their life skills? So what that might be is, can they open up their own lunchbox? That's going to make eating time just that little bit more, a little bit less stressful. Can they open up the zip of their own bag? Can they hang their bag on their hook? Now, this isn't all going to happen for Phoebe day one of four-year-old kinder, but these are the goals that I've always worked on with my kids, and these are the goals that I'd love all of our kinder kids to be able to work on. So when they get to kinder, it's all about just having fun. They're not getting stressed by these life skills. I also taught Phoebe in three-year-old kinder how to pull up her, her pants on and off. So when she goes to the toilet, she doesn't get stuck. I also helped her put her Velcro shoes on and off. Now, socks are a little bit tricky. She still needs help with socks. But it's can she do those basic life skills so she doesn't feel flustered if her shoe falls off or she doesn't feel flustered if she rushes to the toilet and she can't manage her own self-care. So when I look at what we're trying to achieve for Phoebe, it's all these self-care life skills. I also think of what I put in her lunchbox too to make her day just a little bit easier. It's simple things that she can open. All of her packets are already open. When we practice our fine motor skills, it's all at home, when she's calm, when she's not tired. So they're the things that we wanna look at. So number five is when they go to a social gathering, how do they feel? Are they comfortable? Are they anxious? Are they nervous? Now this is complex. Isla walked in with Phoebe this morning and you could see Isla still uncomfortable, still nervous, still anxious. And she's not even going to kinder. It's her sister who's going to kinder. Isla's always going to have that personality of being a bit apprehensive in a new environment. I'm not saying that 
every child has to be confident and ready to go all the time. But what I mean is when we go to social gatherings where they know people, they're familiar with the surroundings, it might be a regular play date that they have. Are they able to feel comfortable in that? Or are they anxious all the time about those types of situations? If they're anxious and they're nervous and they're three and a half and you're wondering, are they ready for kinder being that little bit younger? Then that's a decision to make because for three days a week this year, Phoebe has to walk into that classroom confident enough to play with her friends. She has to walk into that classroom not getting so riddled by the anxiety and nervousness of being in a social environment. I would love that for my child and that would have made the decision for me as to whether I send her, at kinder, send her to kinder when she's three or send her to kinder when she's four. Now, when they're four and they're still doing that, and Isla was like that, Isla was still apprehensive when they're four, then I give her coping strategies for that. But I believe, and this is just my personal opinion, if Isla was going to school when she was three and a half, I probably would have held her back because socially she's always found that really overwhelming and really stressful. And I believe most of kinder is social, social development. So when we're looking at children and we're looking at are they school ready, the five things, can they ask for help? Can they follow a three-step instruction? Are they able to engage with their peers? Can they do their life skills mostly independently? And do they feel comfortable in a social environment? Every child is different. Even with the twins, I remember, luckily for me, they were born in May, so I didn't have to make that decision. But if they had been born in April, it would have been really hard for me. I would have thought, yep, academically, they're ready. Hugh's always been ready, socially and academically. Isla was nervous. Isla is still nervous. So... There's never going to be a right answer. I'm giving you these five tips as just things for you to think about. But even in my mind, I'm still going to always think, have I sent her too early? That's a parent thing to do. We feel guilty and nervous and apprehensive all the time. of Have we made the right decision? But hopefully those five things have given you an idea of whether your children are kinder ready when they go at three and a half. Fingers crossed I've sent Phoebe at the right time. I know that I've got all term, so I've got eight weeks to decide whether this is right for Phoebe, which is really great for our system. If she's not right, we'll pop her back in three-year-old kinder and I'm sure she'll be fine. My gut is saying she's so ready. I could be wrong. So we'll see how we go. Follow me on Play, Move, Improve. I'm sure you'll be able to see our journey. If you have any questions about whether children are kinder ready, how to help children be kinder ready, come and see me online. I have an online course at the moment that you can find through my Facebook page. Just let me know, drop me a question, and I'm always happy to help. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Robin Papworth, exercise physiologist, developmental educator, speaker, author, mum of three from Play, Move, Improve. If you have enjoyed our content, please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or on our website, playmoveimprove.com.au. Have a great day.